You just made the list. Well, Andy freaking God. I am 100% certain that I am 0% sure of what I'm going to do. Well, we should make a list. Lists are good. Lists are good. Lists are good. I love you in your face. Hey, best friends. Welcome to Lost in Lists. It's a podcast that loves lists and lists its loves. My name is Dan Connell Pasek, and I am the host of this podcast. Each week, I invite a guest, and we rank our top five of some category. Now, we mostly won't claim that our rankings are the greatest choices, but we love them, and we will defend them tooth and nail. Enjoy! Hey there, best friends. Welcome to Lawson Lists. John, how you doing today? Pretty good, Dan. How are you? I am cold. Are you? This is not meant for me. It's 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 a toasty 63 in here, I think. I'm just thinking about that last episode with Bill Tika, where he's looking at us, and I have gloves on, and you have a scarf wrapped yeah. around your face yeah. and wrapped around your neck, and he's like, "Where are you in the frozen tundra?" We should we start taking this podcast on location? Probably. Where would you want to go first to to record this podcast? Um, how about the gates of the Arctic National Park in northern Alaska? Tell me more about that. I know nothing about that. It's just one of the. It's one of those um, like a national park national parks that you have to fly to. And it, oh. has, and it has no guards or anything. Okay, so listen. What, not guards. What do you call them? Park rangers? Yeah, park rangers. They no, it, no doesn't have, it doesn't there. have any of those. I think they just patrol by sky. That is frightening to me. Mm-hmm. I am scared of planes just in general. Mm-hmm. But the idea of being in a small plane to yeah. go do something absolutely terrifies me. Have you seen the movie um, The Man Who Cried Wolf, I know the story. Wolves of the never cry. Wolf what in the world name is that movie? Flight with Denzel Washington, where he flips no. the plane upside down. Oh, I'm so in- never cry wolf. Never what? cry wolf. Have you seen it? No, tell me okay, more. Yeah, look it up. I'm going so, to right now. Never cry wolf is a movie. Okay, I, <laughs> I have a okay. I have a mildly funny story about, about never about cry wolf. Never cry wolf. Okay, never cry wolf. The main character you've never heard of. The second main character though is Brian Dennehy, oh, which yeah. is you know Tommy Boy's dad. Yeah, um, and so he's he's kind of well known. He is a bush pilot in Alaska. That's what Brian Dennehy is in Hard that pass. movie. Hard pass. Anyway, so um, my parents were frugal, also very conservative. Yeah. So we didn't go to many movies. Yeah. Okay. I can count on the, my hand all the movies I've seen with my dad and my and my in mom. the theater or just in general. I'm talking in the theater. However, okay. However, this would absolutely almost be the same number if you included home. Oh, my, sure. Dad just never watched movies, which he is never so different TV than shows. you. Yeah, yeah. Ever. So, um, so I'm gonna see if I can name them. Okay, so in the theater, I saw <laughs> this is interesting with my parents. Sound of Music. Oh. Now, you like, might think, wait, that came out in 1969 or whatever. How did you see 1965 that? 1965 Best Picture winner. Rest whatever. in peace, Christopher yeah. Plummer. He just died. Keep okay. going. Anyway, the point being, they re-released it several times in the theaters yeah. because there was no such thing as a streaming service, kids. Can yeah. you believe it? Can you believe it? If you <laughs> missed the VHS episode, tapes? if you missed an episode of Perfect Strangers, it was lost <laughs> forever. You could never rewatch it ever in your whole life. Oh, praise the Lord for Hulu. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank goodness. My, my daughter and I loves that show. Anyway, so Sound of Music, um, Chariots of Fire. Oh, interesting. Uh, we, we went to um, Never Cry Wolf. 
And <laughs> that's we, amazing. And we went to um, the Pelican Brief with Julia Roberts because that's the random I know weird one. It's in there. so weird. Yeah. Because I read the book and my dad wanted to encourage my reading and said oh. if I would read the book, he would take me to the movie. That's cool. So they went to that movie, and then the very last one that I've ever seen with my dad in the theater is they who will not grow old or who shall not grow old the, that that World War 1 documentary that was like done by the Lord of the Rings guy. Okay. I can't believe I don't remember his name. Peter Jackson. Yes, Peter Jackson and they they um they you've never heard of it? They shall not grow old? Really? It was it was in a lot of news cycles in the last few years. Anyway, what they did was they took this footage from the World War 1 museum and they saved it cuz it was like dying. The, the 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 film was actually crumbling into like dust really and so what they did was they they saved it and they digitally mastered it and then they um and then they colorized it also and so like partway through the movie like 20 minutes in it turns to color and you watch all of this like um really? world war 2 footage that sounds like, so cool not sorry not world war 2 world, world war, war 1 okay. footage and it's narrated by the actual soldiers no, who I can't was do it. there. I can't do it. I can't do it. The can't World do it. War One soldiers. Nope. nope. Because how are they still alive? Exactly. They aren't. Because they got the they got the audio recordings of these guys before they died back in the sixties oh. and the World War One Museum had them still. So then Peter Jackson and then and what they did was they found the footage that they were talking about at the time even if it didn't relate to that person in particular. Okay. And so, like, you're seeing what he's talking about happen while he's talking about it. It is very interesting. Why do I – why have I never – It's a documentary. A lot of people don't see him in the theater. Yeah, Anyway, my dad let me go, uh, like, went with me. I asked him. I said, Dad, will you go with me to this? And he ended up loving it. So it was great. My, my parents are in their 80s. Yeah. Just, you know. It's from 2018, so it's not yeah. that long ago. No, it's, it's not. not streaming on anything. Neither I'm, is Never Cry Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> not streaming I, I on anything. Anyway, I have copies of both of them. You can watch them both. Anyway, so here's I really the do. I well, I don't want to watch Never Cry Wolf, but I do want to watch They Shall Not Grow. No, Wolf. I need to go back to Never Cry Wolf. So okay. Never Cry Wolf, because that's the one, one of, I'm not one interested in. Like, one of like five okay, or six movies, <laughs> right? That I've seen in the theater with my parents. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I have two like strong memories about this. Oh, and, uh, we're we're going to have to beep something here. Maybe. Okay. Okay. So Brian Dennehy beep! flies no, this guy, okay. flies this guy who I don't even know his name. He's like not a no-name actor. They fly him in, and he's a scientist, and he's going to study the wolves. Okay? So they fly him into this national park, one of these national parks that aren't guarded and mm-hmm. has no park rangers, et cetera, et cetera. They fly him in in early spring. And then he's going to, Brian Denny is going to pick him up at the end of the summer. Okay. So it's very similar to a Grizzly Man situation. Yeah. If you've seen Grizzly Man. Okay. Where he gets dropped off at the beginning of the summer, picked up at the end of summer, and that's his thing. That's what this guy is doing in the movie. And he's a scientist. He's studying, et cetera, et cetera. And so he spends the summer. Well, it turns out Brian Dennehy has a heart attack on the way home. (gasps) And crashes the plane. What? And nobody knows where this guy was dropped off. Oh, then I will watch this movie now. Okay. Like he he literally is alone. He doesn't know he's alone. Oh, he I don't thinks like that feeling. He I don't like thinks that feeling. Brian Dennehy is coming to get him at the end of the summer, but literally nobody knows where he is because they didn't know where the, he got dropped off. I don't like this at all. Yeah. It, it, and the, and the, it was a water plane, so they landed on some random lake and just dropped him off. No one would possibly know where he was. And this is back like way before GPS. Yeah. And so like what are you going to do? So this guy's totally stuck in Alaska. The summer's over. He has to try and get home, right? 
And so there, there's. But he doesn't know he has to get home. Right. But the guy doesn't show up. He misses oh. the date. And now what's going to happen? Oh. And so eventually, you know, he works his way and finds hunters and, you know, whatever. Okay. Okay. Spoiler alert. I feel better now. But anyway, here's I'm the deal. I'm glad you spoiled that because I could not watch that movie. Yeah. Here's the deal, though. There's a scene. <laughs> there's two scenes. One of them, he's walking on a frozen lake, falls through. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. He has to get out and put it, you know, start a fire, warm himself, whatever. In that shot, they show his rear end. Yeah. That's not cool for my parents. Oh, no, I bet. My, my I bet Joel was my, uncomfortable. Yeah, he was like, I hate that they put this stuff in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like five years old. It wasn't a sex scene. It was <laughs> just that he just was a covered. man standing by a fire <laughs> in the middle of the day. A uh, night. It was in the Why do they got to put these yeah. in these movies? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, it's it's crazy awesome. Anyway, and then the second one, he's later in the movie. He uh, had been taking a shower or something like that, and in the whole movie, he's studying the wolves. Yeah, and he's and he knows that this the particular wolf pack that he's studying is starving. Okay, they're they're <laughs> I can't believe we're doing a full review of this movie. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, the, and and so they need food, and he's totally invested in getting them food. So he's very concerned about where the caribou herds are. Mm-hmm. Well, in the middle of his bath or whatever, he hears a caribou herd, and mm-hmm. so he's he like runs up to the top of the hill, and there's like a million caribou. Oh, that's cool. And then they start running, and he's so excited, and he starts running with them. Yeah. He's totally naked. Sure, as one does. And And... <laughs> In the in the middle of the scene, and you know, I've never oh, I've never gone back to verify this. However, my I specifically remember my five year old me specifically remembers my mom looking at my dad and going, "I think I just saw a penis." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> How would you even verify that? Would you go like? Your mother I mean, would you not would just go that. through the running scene and just go frame oh. by frame or whatever. You oh. know, you can see if you see it. If that if that's really <laughs> something my mom saw, or if like it was just a figment of her imagination. They would have not put that in a movie in 1983. It was you're, PG. It was a PG movie. Yeah, they would not put that in a no, 1983 PG listen, movie. Listen, uh, okay. Now you're now you're convincing me that I do need to go Please back. Please go watch Never <laughs> Not I'm still looking at They Shall Not Grow Old on my screen. Please go watch Never Cry Wolf yeah. to see if you can see a penis. Okay. Yeah, you that watch that. Good. I'm gonna watch They Shall Not Grow old audience watch whatever you want but listen to the rest of this episode today as we talk about the office great great episode episode that we have here uh, with kayla and i think you're gonna enjoy it thanks for listening to lost in lists hey there best friend kayla Burnett. welcome to lost in lists how you doing today i'm good dan how are you i'm doing so well kayla are you nervous I am nervous. I've been thinking about this for the past few days. So, 80% of the guests that appear on Lost and Lists are nervous. So, you're in the majority. Do not worry. You're going to do a fantastic job. <laughs> or be very worried. Or the <laughs> So many unpredictable things happen. You never know. (laughs) Kayla, tell our listening audience who you are, how are we connected, (laughs) and what are we talking about today? Okay, so my name's Kayla Burnett. Um, I don't have anything like really exciting. I used to work at Shepherd, so that's kind of how I know yes. Dan. Yes. Because his wife is Lori, obviously, and I knew Lori before I knew Dan. Yeah. So yeah. she's a treasure. She is very much a treasure. Shout out to Lori. Hey, I love girl. You. She doesn't listen to the show. Don't worry. Wow. She hates the podcast. Wow, Lori. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe she'll listen to it now that I'm on here. That might be the case. <laughs> but so that's how I um, came to meet Dan. Um, I don't work at Shepherds anymore. I worked here for about 14 years. And then Dang. now I work from home. Yeah, Even so. like not in COVID pandemic, you uh, still worked from home. Correct. Yes, I worked from home before COVID. So when it was cool. <laughs> but yes, and then it's just me and my um, English Mastiff Rue. Shout out to Rue. She's going to be listening to this. I have never met Rue. I know. I honestly can't believe that. When I you know. told me that the other day, I was like, how have we never. Because what is she, like seven years old? Yeah, eight years old? seven. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. But I've seen pictures, and ladies and gentlemen, she is adorable. <laughs> Shout out to Rue. <laughs> Love it. Kayla, what are we talking about today? What's our episode all about? We are talking about one of my favorite shows, The Office. Woo-hoo! So, yeah. Um, why are you... Well, first of all, you're wearing a Shroot Farm shirt Oh, today. I actually forgot to even say that when I came really? in. Yes, because I was going to say I wore this, obviously, on yeah. purpose. But, yes, yeah, Shroot Farms. She's, Kayla's wearing the Shroot Farms bed and breakfast shirt. It is fantastic. I'm very happy that you planned that for today. But why are you the perfect guest to talk about The Office? I mean... I don't want to talk it up too much and say, like, I'm one of the number one fans because then, obviously, I feel like it'll flop. But I do love <laughs> it so much. So, Which, yeah. Uh, what, what website is the uh, lifeblood of the agro-tourism industry? <laughs> is that a life of the show? <laughs> um, it's about the shirt she's wearing. Oh, well, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shroot Farms. That, it has to do something with that. John, don't call me out. Dang. Wow. See, that's what I said. I'm okay. going to be like, hey, yeah, I know so much. And then he asked me a random question, no. and I blank. Listen, listen. Listen. We'll, listening. We will just cut this part. <laughs> Liar. Did it? Yeah, no. So it, I think it's TripAdvisor. It, no, oh, yeah, you I, are. I'm pretty You're sure right. it was TripAdvisor. You are, you are and, right. Thank uh, you. Okay, okay. Good. I actually, okay, so Kayla, have you ever listened to the Office Ladies podcast? Uh, so I did start listening to it not too long ago, but and I wanted to like listen to the episode and then watch it on TV yeah. or like watch it or whatever. Yeah. So I haven't gotten very far because I don't have that much time yeah, during the day. Right. So, but I have been slowly trying to do that because I think it's so funny listening to all like the little tidbits they say. The show, the, the, the podcast got better and better as it went. Like when Agreed. I first started listening to it, I was like, oh, I don't love it as much. But then I stuck with it because I was like, okay, this is a pretty cool concept. It's a great show. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep listening. And uh, it just keeps getting better and better. So if you haven't listened to Office Ladies podcast and you love The Office, uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey are hilarious. They put together a great podcast. And they talk about the recent episode where they go to Shroot Farms. Yes. And the uh, they give just a whole bunch of backstory and details about every episode and about the TripAdvisor. And you can still go online to TripAdvisor and you can look up Shroot Farms and you can see the reviews for it. Yes, yes. I have heard that. And like shout out to Jenna and Angela. I know you're going to be listening they to this. They will listen so. to this. <laughs> Okay, but Kayla, I have to make a confession to you. What? I actually did email their website, like Stop. them, to be like, do you want to come on my podcast and talk about the best Office episodes? That. They never got back to me, so you're number three. Wow. Okay, well. <laughs> but you're still important. But here's my question for you. Okay, so when I first watched The Office, it was after I watched all of Parks and Recreation. And in fact, I've only gone through The Office twice. And I will tell you that the second time I went through it, I liked it 
way more than the first time that I went through it. In fact, the first time I went through it, I only like, it took me forever to get through season one and two. And then finally, when we got to the end of two, I was like, okay, we're picking up steam. I can handle this. And then I flew through the rest of them. I can see that because one is not that. Right. If you didn't like The Office, it is kind of a little hard getting through season one. So did you watch it when it was on TV? Like, how did you come to fall in love with it? I did start to watch it when it was on TV. I... And this is again where I feel like John's gonna call me out because I don't oh, no. know every John, single no, I'm not fact. Call you. Nice. I'm not gonna call be you out. nice, John. <laughs> but I was still Painless in nervous, John. Be nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just it's just too much. You put me on the spot. <laughs> um, but I think it was it 2004. I think so. 2005. Somewhere. Yeah, like. I, yeah, I think that was that. So then, like my senior year, which oh, I'm dating yeah. myself. I know, like all old people say that, so I'm, I'm dating myself. But <laughs> 1999. Um, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Six years earlier, don't worry. You're okay. No, but um, so I started watching that then, and then um, obviously out of high school, and then I started buying the DVDs and stuff, and then when it came to like Netflix and, and whatever, I would just always have it on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally if I was cooking or doing something or cleaning, I would just have it on and listen to it, and we like – my family's obsessed with The Office. Like, little side note, we would watch The Office episodes at Christmas time. And I'm talking like... Like the Christmas episodes? uh, Well, yes, sometimes, but just random episodes. And I'm talking about, like, my extended family. So, like, we would make my grandpa, like, sit and watch. And we're like, we're watching (laughs) The Office. (laughs) So, yeah. We're big Office people in my family. That's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Hey, um, I know that, Dan, you're not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to do this. What's that? Um, Unless it's a repeat guest, right? Sure. But... Because do you want to do something different? I'm fine with that. Because we have an old friend, old coworker here. <laughs> oh gosh, John! Oh dear, oh dear. I'm worried. We're gonna, you know, twist things up. I just want to throw in a quick list, like at the beginning, right? Okay. What, what are your five best f- favorite five side characters? Oh, so, you can't so do that. You're not on the spot. Oh, not, what, man. I mean, you can come up with five that you really like. It might not be in the right order. But it can't be one of the main cast people. Okay, so, so like, it can't so like be Kevin a... can't be one because he's a main character. Oh shoot! Okay, can I do this at the end, John? Yeah, yeah. Can yeah, we? Yeah. I'm gonna you have to do this at the it. end. Because... I mean, I just wrote down my first one that I know for a fact is one, but right. I'll have to think about it. I love, I love that you knew one, and I'm gonna ask you what that one was at the end because yes. because the ones that come right to your mind, those are the really good ones. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think that some of them are going to come out as we have our conversation. So I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, I talked about this one, and then, you know, it, it comes out. Absolutely. I'm sure Robert California and Nelly will be one and two Shut for both up. of you. I right? hate both of those characters. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to start our top five list of best office episodes. I'm so happy that you have now added a soundboard to our show. And we are back. Kayla. Yes. Tell us. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Did you have like a special criteria to put together your episodes or were you just like, these are ones that I think are hilarious <laughs> or do, were you thinking like these are important episodes? Like, how did you come up with your five? Yeah. OK, so my five are not any like I took the humor side of the office episodes that I like. Okay. I did not go so much for the serious side. OK, because I mean, obviously, there's so many episodes that go back and forth where there's 
humor throughout all of them, but then they have like the serious episodes and like the you know memorable ones. Right, right. Like the love Angela and Dwight. And yeah, yeah. Pam and Jim. I will tell you this: that I have some episodes. Like I went the humorous route as well, but there's also some certain things about the episodes that I like that do take a little bit of a serious turn at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I'll tell you, I'll have to probably talk about this a little bit at the end of how my opinion and and feelings of the show changed between my two rewatches. I guess one rewatch or, you know, watch and then a rewatch. And then also how I felt about some characters, because there's some characters in the first round. I was like, yes, I love this character, Jim. I love him. And then the second time I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I love Jim as much. I know there's some. Yeah. But then like I start to like some other characters. Like, I'll just say this as well. Dwight's the first time I was like, all right, whatever. Ha ha. Second time. I like fell in love with Dwight. Okay, I don't okay, know why good. that is. I was going to say. So anyway, all that to say, start off with your number five. What is your number five best office episode? Okay. Let me look through my notebook here because I'm in the dark ages and like to write things down and not on a computer. And I'm the oldie. <laughs> um, okay. So my number five episode, that is my favorite I'm looking at my notes. Are you still choosing right now? Are you well, like, there's I, so many, okay, I don't so know how to choose. On this page, on this page, I have two of them, and I went between them, but like the other one doesn't have as many things that I like oh, liked okay. about the episode, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, so my number five is Casual Friday, which oh. is episode 24 in season five, which let me let me backtrack for a second yeah, here. Yeah. So like, obviously, I don't know every single episode off the top of my head or what season sure. it's on. So I was like, I'm going to do like IMBD, you know, look at that, uh, look that up. And all of them are correct with that on the DVDs. Like, OK, but then I was. So obviously it came off of Netflix, so yeah. I, I wasn't able to watch it there. So did I download Peacock to be able to catch up on some episodes yes i did but they're not the same number there okay. so i kind of panicked when i was like oh my gosh i wrote down all my episodes and here i am like with the wrong okay. ones i'm gonna look like an idiot did you do the free seven day trial for yes i did too last night i'm not i'm not lying as, at all i knew that i was putting this together i listen audience i had an idea where i was going okay <laughs> but then last night i was like i need to rewatch these episodes and then I was like, shoot, Peacock only has like season one and two. Yes. And it's off Netflix. So, Lori, we are now paying for Peacock. <laughs> I will try to watch all of Saved by the Bell, the new show, and then I'm going to cancel it by Sunday night. Whatever. Perfect. That's what I I literally have an alarm to cancel it. Because I was like, I'm not. <laughs> It's too much how much we are alike. It's so weird. And it's only $5. I'm like, maybe I'll just give up a Starbucks. I know that that won't happen. Let's be real. Okay, Casual Friday. Okay, Tell us yes. about the episode. Go ahead. Okay, so Casual Friday. So obviously, um, this is the time that um, Michael comes back. Him and Pam and Ryan were at Michael Scott Paper Company. I love that subplot. Yes. And they just had come back. <laughs> They're all in their casual gear. And the first scene is Michael like diving through like the big hoop, like like he's at some <laughs> basketball game in yeah, high school. Yeah. So like that's that. They had just come back. Um, well, actually, before that is the infamous Kevin's chili okay. spill, like which literally gives me anxiety uh-huh. just thinking about it because as you see him grabbing like clipboards and paper to just get that back, and <laughs> I was like, this is too much. But I mean, obviously, everyone knows about the Kevin's chili spill, so there was that. Um, and I think that has nothing to do with the episode. It it's, doesn't. It's one of the famous, most famous cold opens, <laughs> right? And they probably just like let's put this somewhere. Let's put it on this episode. I know. Friday. And um, let's see here. And then there's just so my 
points i kind of just went through and wrote like i said mine's the humor side yeah, yeah. so i just went through and kind of wrote down points of like of humor throughout the episode and what i thought was funny so like when angela gets so upset about oscar's feet showing she's like <laughs> sick can somebody tell him to cover up his feet and he's like toby's trying to get him to put on white socks with his sandals he's like i'm not oh, yeah. doing this yeah. <laughs> and so then there's that and then um let's see here uh oh yeah and so so then uh, Ryan and Pam obviously come back and they're given salesman jobs. And yeah. so everybody's upset about that, you yeah. know. And uh, so then Dwight takes uh, a memo and goes around and passes it out to everybody. And you, he, you know, pans over to him and he's like, uh, yeah, I wrote a secret message and um, <laughs> I wrote it in invisible ink. And what do you think that is? Urine. Yeah. So, and then like fast forwarding when he does it again and later in the episode, um, you see him at the table like, Writing uh, writing out another memo in the in the urine and the urine's in Ryan's <laughs> Ryan's mug from Kelly's party, which I thought I was like, it's funny, like it's funny that it's Ryan's mug, but you would have thought it would have been Andy's because he kind of hates Andy. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. So there's that, and then let's see here. Um, yeah. Uh, let's. Michael. Okay, so Michael's eating lunch. Um, so they all come back from their secret. Um, their secret meeting in the warehouse. And then Michael, <laughs> Michael comes back up and he was so upset to hear that they were all meeting down there without him. And and so then they came up and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah we were at lunch or whatever. And he's like, oh, OK, so um, then you all ate lunch. So nobody needs their lunch in the in the fridge. OK, so I'm going to eat this. Dwight, what is this? And he's like, it's pony. And I was like, OK, obviously disgusting. <laughs> Um, and then obviously one of the other infamous things that happened in Casual Friday is Meredith. Oh dear. Meredith's purple dress oh where dear. her boob falls out. Listen, <laughs> let me just tell you something. On the Office Ladies Podcast, Meredith's real life father, like the like the actress Kate Flannery's father, yes. like said to her in early on, like, do you have to still keep getting naked on this show? Like, is there, <laughs> like, why does this keep happening? Because, like, that's a running joke in the entire show. Right, exactly. That Meredith doesn't have, like, appropriate attire on or whatever. <laughs> and, like, at one point, like, her her real-life dad, Kate Flannery's dad, was like, do you always have to do this? Could you please cover up? And she couldn't really explain to him that that's part of the show. I know. It was literally, it's so funny. And, like, you see, you know, because I follow a lot of um, Office um, like meme pages and stuff on Facebook and whatnot. Oh sure. So you see so many people like still to this day doing Halloween costumes with that, and it's oh. quite hilarious <laughs> of how they portray it. But and then actually, did you know that she did Dancing with the Stars and she, she wore a purple dress for no! that scene? Yes. Okay. Obviously, she was fully clothed. Yeah. yeah, but um, she did do that. And then the last thing was oh, so. I love Kelly. Like, I find yes. her so funny. And so then just Angela, or not Angela, it was Aaron who's like, you know, you look so good. And she's like, I know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why Toby thinks my outfit's um, inappropriate. You look, and, and uh, Aaron's like, you look like J-Lo. She's like, thanks. <laughs> like, you know, just Kelly's little, like, tidbits all the time, like, kill me. Because she's so funny. She always has, like, the best lines and whatever. So, and then uh, the last one. Oh, was Creed. Like, he's just hilarious. He was sitting there playing uh, Scrabble with Jim in the in the lunchroom. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, can I set you up with my daughter? And Jim's like, um, well, no, I'm engaged to Mary Pam. And he's like, I thought you were gay. And he's like, oh, well, then why would you want to set me up with your daughter? <laughs> so just that that overall was, like, the favorite parts out of that episode for me, so. 
All right, season five, 24, Casual Friday. Yes. Oh, I need to rewatch. See, like, here's what I ended up doing to come up with my list. Okay. I, 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 I wrote down titles of episodes that just I remembered and I knew that I loved. Yes, okay. I did. I did do that in the beginning. And I then, did those. And then I went through them. And then I thought of, like, other like scenes or things that I couldn't remember and then I had to look up what that episode was mm-hmm. and that actually kind of like switched up and changed up my list a little bit especially when I come to talk about my number five as well so um that's that's the that's the direction that I went and so I was like struggling with um remembering everything that everything that happened in these episodes and there were so many that did not make the list so number five is uh, Season 5, Episode 13, Stress Relief. Stress Relief is a two-parter, and I love Part 1 way more than I love Part 2. It's directed by Jeff Blitz, the writer is Paul Lieberstein, and Paul Lieberstein is Toby Flenderson, the character. And you learn a lot about, like... About like Toby, like uh, Paul Lieberstein and B.J. Novak and Mindy Kalin were all writers, mm-hmm. and it's funny when you watch episodes because they'll either just like not be in the episode or will be in the episode for just a few seconds because they're always trying to be like writing in the writers' room. Uh, but in this episode, the summary is Dwight's too realistic fire alarm gives Stanley a heart attack. When he returns, Michael learns that he is the cause of Stanley's stress. To remedy the situation, he forces the office to throw a roast for him. Now. <laughs> And stress relief. I actually like part one. I don't love the roast part too, too much. Yeah. I, I like part one more. And like I said, I grew to love Dwight over my two watches. And that the chili episode is a great cold open. But for me, my favorite cold open is that. And it's a long cold open. It's like four minutes long of them. Uh, trying to survive this fire that Dwight yes. started, <laughs> and Dwight is completely calm, and everybody is is absolutely freaking out. Um. I like this episode because it 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 for, uh, Dwight is absolutely hilarious in this episode and the others like the fire episode I didn't I thought it was a different episode so that's what I looked up I was like okay which episode yeah. was that mm-hmm. um and then when I was rewatching it I completely forgot that it's the same episode where they slash open the dummy yes. he puts the dummy's face on his face um and speaking of Kelly being funny they're all singing staying alive yes. as they're trying to do CPR and Kelly stands up and starts dancing in the middle of all this so my favorite or excuse me my number 5 is stress relief part 1 Part two is is the roast, and I think I'll just talk about Michael Scott really quickly. I think, and I'm going to say this, and I think people are going to kill me when I say this. I don't love Michael Scott. Here's the thing with Michael Scott is that um, he is very flawed as a human being, oh, but and but and you he learn, tries. He does try, and you learn so much sometimes, about sometimes. His... Sometimes he tries to be a jerk. Well, right. True. And, and, He's not my favorite character. I'll just leave it at that. He his his backstory on the show is is extremely rough, um, and I do feel horrible for him at that roast. He doesn't realize what he's doing, and it gets a little too real. And sadly, like that makes me feel uncomfortable. So I don't love part two. I just love part one. Stress relief. That's my number five. Did you actually a little tidbit that yes. I looked up because I did look at some of these things and I knew some of them, but um, <laughs> apparently some woman in Arizona. Um, learned how to save somebody's life from that episode. Really? From the stand alive. Good. Good job, office. I heard that too. Yes. That nice. was recent. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, what's your number four? Okay. So my number four is is a, it's a two-parter as well. Okay. And it's uh, Money. It's season four, oh. episode four. Why is this one no, of yours? it's not, oh. but it's so good. So, it, so good. It is good. And um, so let's see here. <laughs> I'm laughing because it was, it was, it, it just was on 
Office Ladies podcast recently. Oh, so. really? So I haven't even listened to that oh, one I'll go yet. listen to it. You'll love it. Okay, keep going. Okay. Talk about money. Okay, so um, my little, so for the first one, because obviously, like I said, it's part, there's two parts. Um, it's sad because you're seeing Dwight and Angela, you know, dividing up their stuff and going through that. So it's like, oh, you know, that's so sad. But um, Michael's working that second job as yeah. like a t- telemarketer that's going on throughout this episode. Um, and then the reason why it's probably this is why it's my number four and partially why I wore this shirt is because this is when Pam and Jim go to Shrew Farms. Yes. So that's just hilarious in and of itself. Just and also to see how like serious Dwight is about his his not bed and breakfast is right. what he tells Jim as he's asking about it in the beginning of the episode. But um, yeah, so that part and then this will kind of go with. Um, John's thing about the side characters but uh, one of my favorite parts is when Pam and Jim get to Shrew Farms and here comes Moe's like out of nowhere just <laughs> running up next to the car and you're like what the and they're like okay and I yeah, I love Moe's really so um, Moe's is wonderful yes and so that's just funny because you you know you see them doing all this stuff around the farm and like they're obviously there they like went in with you know, whatever expectations they were going and knowing it was going to be crazy because it's Dwight. But uh, you see them going around and doing things on the farm and like throwing manure. They had like a manure <laughs> fight. Um, Dwight reads them Harry Potter yes. as he's going yes. to bed. In the irrigation room. Yes, in the irrigation room. Yes. Um, and then Pam wakes up in the middle of the night to this like weird noise. It's so creepy. And it's, well, um, it's uh, the door swinging on the outhouse and you see Moe's in the outhouse and she's like, what century are we in? So that always makes me laugh. And then um, then back at the office when, you know, they're going back and forth, one of my favorite parts, again, Kelly, she's like mm-hmm. having a conversation with Daryl and she's like just so upset at Daryl because, you know, she's... <laughs> Like they're talking about something, and she's like, "You know what, Daryl? It's between me and my yes. me and your daughter." And he's like, "My daughter." <laughs> like, I choose I'm, my daughter. I choose my daughter. So yeah, so that's that. And then she gets upset at him because um, she complains how Daryl says exactly what's on his mind. <laughs> she's like, kind of "Daryl Philbin is the most." complicated man who just says what's on their mind oh, and then so she cool. looks yeah. at him and does like the she's like you're like dead whatever me. loser yes yeah. <laughs> so that was perfect and then and then michael in in this moment is um all throughout the episode is um having trouble with money obviously you know hence the name of the episode but um i don't think it's you know it, it's kind of just one of those things that you're like you know it's happening but it doesn't I don't know. It's not my favorite yeah. part of the episode, but obviously it's happening because Jan's redoing the condo. And so he's obviously has to have that second job. And so him just um, declaring, yelling out in the middle of the office, <laughs> declare, I declare bankruptcy. And you're like, they're like, no, that's not how it works, but okay. And then just the little sad part that because I love Dwight so much is um, him just becoming sad in this episode because of Angela and Andy. It makes me sad because, it is, yeah. and Jim like consoling him in the in the um, hallway or whatever, and he like they kind of just have that like moment because you know yeah. they're always butting heads, but they yeah. have these little moments throughout like the seasons where they like connect. So that just. I will tell you that that relationship is one of my favorite relationships yes. as it goes across the show. Agreed. Like you have them fighting so often, and then there are times where they come together 
spoiler, it's going to happen on my list in just a little bit, where they come together and you're like, it's actually a really, runny, really, really funny partnership when they're trying to be on the same side. I think it's great. Agreed. Oh, good one. Money. I love it. All right. Number, my number four is a two-parter and I can relate to it, you know, to a certain point. I'll tell you about that in just a second. But my number four is Fun Run. Oh, fun Run. Yes. Michael okay. accidentally runs over Meredith in the parking lot. <laughs> She did her own stunt there for the record. Uh, way to go, Kate Flannery. I know. And his guilt causes him to organize a 5K run for her. Dwight and Angela have a falling out after he kills her cat. <laughs> and sprinkles. Oh, sprinkles. Just a couple of kittens on the town. And Jim and Pam's relationship is discovered. So this is season four, episode one. This is right after the end of season three, where Jim finally asks Pam out. Mm-hmm. And there, it's one of the greatest... I don't know, ends of one of the seasons of that show when she's sitting there with tears in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you come back and they like play it like they're really not supposed to be together, but of course they are together. This is director uh, Greg Daniels and writer Greg Daniels. And we haven't talked about this yet, but Greg Daniels is is essentially the creator of the American version of The Office. I never watched the British version. I didn't either, and everybody says it was know, so good. And I'm like, to. I've seen it. And yeah. I really liked it. You We're would, supposed John. to. You <laughs> would. Listen, John, you purist. <laughs> you guys are going to be, when you do finally see it, you're going to be shocked at the beginning of the season one because it's almost they, like they reshot yeah. it like frame by frame. Well, they did say that they pretty much like yeah. mirrored what it what the British version was. Like even jokes are copied. Like oh, wow. everything is the same. It's hmm. really weird. Interesting. Now, the first half of Fun Run is uh, kind of like just Michael feeling bad and feeling like he needs to do something for Meredith. And and here's the thing, and, and this is like a theme that you see all throughout the office, is that Michael needs to feel wanted and accepted all the time. He cannot handle if somebody is mad at him. And at one point he just says to her, like, I brought everybody here. Forgive me. Say that you forgive me. And she's like, I don't forgive you. You can't. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, now, as a former runner, the actual running scene kills me because you see each of the characters personalities uh michael is trying to carbo load with the fettuccine alfredo that he throws up at the end of the episode um i can relate to a lot of those things like i can relate to dwight says that he puts emodium in toby's toby's coffee which like doesn't help right doesn't cause you to poop and like as a runner like former runner like you poop like after a mile you're like i gotta go to the bathroom and toby's like i feel fine um uh, andy has bloody nipples i've been there it's horrible have you or have you not taped your nipples i've used (laughs) band-aids but the thing that works the best is they actually make these like specific like little nipple band-aids yeah legitimately like it's in the shape of a circle i mean and the adhesive is only on the outside so it's not actually we're talking about nipples a lot but it's not (laughs) actually on the nipple um and i'm gonna tell you as a former runner it hurts so so badly that the blood in that scene is not is a little over the top but really really funny the fact that kevin actually runs the race and he's so mad that he doesn't want doesn't want to do it i it's just a hilarious episode (laughs) i agree uh full of a lot of funny moments um anyway fun run that's my number four make sure you check that one out hey before we go on what yes i have a little um adjustment to make on my list that you guys are making okay for the for the for the minor characters okay Mm -hmm. okay I'm just going to go according to Wikipedia, okay? Here's the major characters. Okay? Oh, dear. Oh, that this will help, too, because yeah. sometimes you'd think that the major characters are, are what you they are, so I'm curious as yeah, to what I they are. All right, what is Wikipedia, the okay. knowledge of all say? Wikipedia says, and this, is, this comes straight from the show, Dan, okay. from the credits. I support that. 
Um, Michael Scott, yep. Dwight Schrute, Jim Halpert, Pam Beasley, Ryan Howard, Andy Bernard, Robert California. That's it. That's the whole list. Interesting. No. They put okay. Robert on that list? Yep. Okay. I was surprised too. Interesting. So any character other than those. Well, it's going to be a lot from. easier now. Yeah, that's what yep. I was just going to say. Then yeah. uh, that those come out of my one list that I was going to. Okay. Hmm. I know. It's, Interesting. It, it doesn't even seem fair now. <laughs> true. This is true. Well, because now you've got all the. Oh, golly. This yes. is like. Who's your favorite Andrus child? Like, that's what's so hard about this now. Okay, what is your number three, Kayla? Okay, my number three is the infamous Dundies. Ooh, yes! Dundies did not make my list. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to talk, but go ahead, go. Dundies, so good. The Dundies is in season two, and it's episode one. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I would say if you didn't watch The Office and you kind of like, because there are some of my friends that don't watch The Office and they're office haters. And I'm surprised boo. we're still friends, honestly. <laughs> and if I could get my soundboard to work right now, I would do the boo button. <laughs> but I can't. And it keeps glitching and it's upsetting me. But anyway, so um, I think that you should watch The Dundies because I feel like it's a good episode and it's fu- like it's funny. Like there are good things in it. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the funniest because sure. the funniest is my number one, I believe. Oh, <laughs> But it, it it has some funny moments. So um, let's see here. Just a couple of them. Um, Stanley throw. So there. Okay. So Michael obviously does the Dundies every year. They go to ch- they go to Chili's and they have an award <laughs> show amongst like everyone. That's the other thing that kills me. Like yes. there's a couple like right next to Michael, like not with the office, and he's just like doing his own thing, which is so funny. But um, so they're at the Dundies. Um, Stanley, so they asked in the, in the morning before they had gotten to the Dundies, Stanley, um, Michael asked Stanley where his Dundies were and why <laughs> he wasn't proudly displaying them. And so, uh, unfortunately, Stanley threw his Dundies away. Aww. I know. I was like, oh, come on, Stanley. Um, let's see here. And then there's like just a, uh, a scene with Pam and Kelly. And I, I think it was Angela, I want to say. They were talking about somebody wrote something on the bathroom wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were talking about that. And Dwight, like, <laughs> Dwight gets all upset and and pretty much tries to take all the privileges of the women's bathroom away. He, like, <laughs> declares it to everyone. He's like, uh, bathrooms are, uh, a bathroom is a privilege. Having a women's bathroom is a privilege. And I'm taking that away. So, obviously, <laughs> Dwight just always, like, interjects into things. And it just cracks me up how he always tries to take things to the next level. Um, Ryan... Let's see here. Oh, so then when they get to the Dundies and they're at Chili's and Michael's doing like his whole bits, you see they then pan over to Ryan doing cue cards for Michael, which is hilarious in and of itself. Um, Rain. Oh, Rain Wilson. I meant Dwight. Sorry. But I did listen to the Office uh, yeah. the Office Ladies podcast and they were saying that um, Rain loved doing the soundboard, <laughs> yes. which I was like, see, we are just like so. You guys are in sync. Seriously, we are sync. Um, in sync rain you know contact me we can be friends i can't wait i follow you, you on twitter so oh. um but yeah make sure you post it as feed. <laughs> i will <laughs> that won't happen okay sorry um let's see here so there's that um <laughs> angela refuses <to laughs> angela refuses her award yeah. which um i won't say exactly what hers is but yeah. it's the tightest butt award so <laughs> we'll just go with that um best thing so in the office ladies podcast they were telling like pam was they were like I think it was Greg Daniels. I'm gonna say it wrong. Obviously, I'm I'm thinking about it. But they wanted they took Pam out. Um, well, 
Aunt, uh, they took Jenna Fisher out to see how she would be like kind of drunk to see how they could portray oh, yeah. her on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. So um and and so they did that and then Pam's whole spiel like just. You know, her getting mad at Roy, coming back in and sitting with Jim, obviously, mm-hmm. which I loved. I was like, yes, because, I, you know, obviously, no, after, you know, watching it, you know what it's coming to. But you're like, oh, these two are cute. So then um, Pam's in her whole spiel and just, like, pumping everybody up. And then, you know, you're thinking that she's going to have um, <laughs> the the what is it um the engagement yeah you think that that's gonna happen and he changes it over to white sneakers and so she's so excited runs up there gives her whole speech and my favorite part about that whole thing is she's like and i just need to thank god because god is in this chilies tonight so it's like the best thing and they like make t-shirts and like cups of that now which is so funny then she goes back kisses jim which is such a cute moment that's the first time they kiss isn't it it is although somebody else said that there was a different one but maybe they were talking about like just maybe jim or um john krasinski's first on-screen kiss so maybe that wasn't it okay but that is their first kiss in the show exactly and then um pam falls off the chair and of course dwight goes into like He takes off his shirt and starts to try to like, I don't know what his deal was, what he was trying to do there, but takes off his shirt and tries to save her and whatnot. And then just Pam at the end when she comes out of Chili's and she's so excited and like screams and she's like, yeah. (laughs) And then they pan over and I heard again in the Office Ladies podcast that um, the guy that said, you know, we Xeroxed her um, license and she is no longer allowed at any Chili's um, ever. That apparently was like a real manager of Chili's. So I was like, that is hilarious. Good job, buddy. Yeah. We didn't get a speaking role on an episode of The Office. Exactly. That would have been um, awesome. So. I, I do know that uh, Rain Wilson, anytime he could try to take his shirt off, would try to do it and put himself in that episode or put himself in the show in that yes. sort of way. I So the reason why I love that episode so much is that, now, granted, a couple seconds ago I said I hate Michael Scott, but I am Michael Scott in that episode. <laughs> like, if I would host something like that, I would do it, and I would do it in a Chili's, and I wouldn't have a problem being embarrassed about doing it. I could see this. Like, uh- when I taught at Heritage Ex- Christian School years ago, we would have a talent show, and I hosted it with my friend Beth. And I remember bringing like ten different costume changes, and we would we would change our clothes so many times wow. for this stupid talent show. I hope somebody got this on tape. Oh, trust me, it is it is. Let's upload it to the Lost and Lists uh, website. John, can you get on that? Get on that, yeah, John. I'm on it. <laughs> okay, my number three. Speaking of displaying your dundies. Oh, okay. Um, my number three. Is oh. I this I you think it should be higher? I mean, I'm not gonna say okay. What well, I know which one it is, but my number on. three is dinner party. Dinner party yes. season four, episode nine. It is so good. I feel like the best. Okay, I feel like a lot of people would put dinner party maybe as number one, maybe as number two. Maybe you did that. I don't know. Don't say anything. Okay. Um, and I'll explain why. Well, maybe I, not on their list at all, like or, me. Okay, maybe not. Wow. Sorry, John. Okay. <laughs> Let's just talk. Wow. Let me just tell you about dinner party. <laughs> Michael invites Jim and Pam and Andy and Angela to a couples only dinner party. I'm reading it and laughing. That's the I problem. Know. It's great. Which makes Dwight very jealous. <laughs> Oh, poor Dwight. However, the only thing he's missing is a ringside seat to witness Michael and Jan's extremely dysfunctional home light, home life. Season four, episode nine, writer Paul Fag, Fig Fag, I don't know how you say his name, um, who is also the creator of Freaks and Geeks, has made several movies. Listen, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a of a of a heads up here. Jan is one of my top five favorite supporting characters. I think Jan, played by Malore Hardin, is so 
funny. I agree. And this episode, I think that she steals this this episode. I think that she is 100%. She's so awesome when she's so dancing to Hunter's <laughs> music. I mean, it's unbelievable. Gosh. Uh, okay, keep going. And I here's the funny thing about that episode. It's so self-contained. You have everybody in the very beginning, and then the, I just watched it yesterday. The Rewatch it. The rest of the episode is just those like six or seven characters in the apartment yes. the entire time. You don't get any supporting characters that entire episode. It's such a unique episode. Agreed. Um, I don't want to go through the list of all the crazy, funny, hilarious things that happened in that episode. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> but what may, you can do it if, if it's coming up. But <laughs> I think the thing is, is you just see how bad that relationship is between okay. <laughs> between Michael and Jan, and for some reason, like they they just stick together. Like they just stick together. I don't know if it's like Michael being afraid or Jan just wanting a baby. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but snip snap snip snap i mean that whole thing crazy crazy great great episode uh my number three is dinner party i have a feeling you're going to talk about dinner party in just a little bit so i'm not going to get into it too too much and if you do then fantastic okay number two is number two dinner party no okay, it is not number two? it is not so obviously i figured out what my number one is <laughs> yay <laughs> what's your number two number two is it's the finale. It's season oh, you, nine, episode twenty-three. Really? Okay, can I tell you something? Wait, John, do you like the finale? Yeah, it's okay. It's a good finale. It's okay. But I'm gonna well, tell no, you. No, I mean, you know, I, I, I as far John, as John, do you love or hate the Office? I can't tell. <laughs> I, I really like the Office, <laughs> and, but, and I like that Michael comes back. Yes. I was very disappointed that they didn't bring Holly back. Very disappointed. Yes. I will agree with you. Here's the thing: after Michael leaves. I was just looking at the list of episodes and none of them, I was never like, yes, I want to talk about that episode. Mm-hmm. So like I struggle after Michael leaves, which I think everybody would probably say that. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but talk about the finale. Okay. It's so good. It is. It is so good. It's it's a two-parter again. It's 51 minutes long. It's it's just, overall, I just think it's perfect. Everything mm-hmm. they did, they just like encapsulated everything. They ended everything. You know, Like there's nothing left to wonder Except for, I guess, Holly not being at the wedding, which I did think about that when I did watch it. I thought, oh, it's kind of odd they didn't bring Holly. But you kind of want that Michael aspect. But um, so obviously Dwight's the manager at this point. We find out that he (laughs) fires Kevin (laughs) and apparently Joby with a cake. Um, um, Let's see here. It's just cute to see like everything because I love Angela and Dwight. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Jim and Pam. I love them so much. But I really do love Angela and Dwight. Um. Dwight's bachelor party is perfect. <laughs> you know, um, Jim being his bestest mensch. <laughs> like, yes. just, yes. that's perfect. Um, let's see here. Angela's, so Angela and Dwight's bachelor party and bachelorette party are at the same time or whatnot. Um, it's just fun. <laughs> so what's funny about Dwight's is that the stri- stripper comes to the restaurant, and it's the same one that's, like, throughout the whole yes. season, yeah. you know, for Michael's bachelor party for the fun run. Yes. With the- Nurse. I'm so happy that you went back to school. School for nurse. Okay. <laughs> and then you see her here for another time, so that was funny. And then you, you know, you pan over to Andrew's bachelorette party, and in comes their stripper, and it's Meredith's son. Amazing. And Amazing. she's like coaching him, and then like fills in, and you're just like, this is just so Meredith, obviously. <laughs> and then, um, then Mo steals Angela, and then they end up at Kevin's bar, and like they like make up, which was cute. Because he fired Kevin. <laughs> and then um, 
I didn't actually. So part of this, I don't like the panel discussion. Right. I do not like that almost at all. Like it just there's a lot of cringy moments, which there are cringy moments throughout the office. They have like those specific ones. But I feel like there's just so much cringy moments, especially when it's like aimed at like Pam and you're just sitting there and you're like, this uh, this doesn't work for me. So I didn't love the panel discussion. Can I interject really fast? Um, Obviously. This is your podcast. So here's the thing. I like Parks and Recreation starts very similarly as to how The Office starts, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't follow through. Like they just dump the whole documentary sort of feeling. And I remember when I was going back and watching The Office, I kind of thought to myself, oh, That'll probably also happen here. No, they carry the documentary feeling all the way through the very oh, last yeah. episode. And there are moments where they 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 go into the documentary. And I'm not going to talk about Brian in season nine and how I get angry. But like <laughs> all that to be said that I liked that they kept that all the way to the end. But I agree with you about the panel discussion. I do agree. I do like that. But it's just, yeah, there's it's cringy. It is funny that Creed's in the crowd. Like they get yes. done and then they yes. pan to Creed and there he is. <laughs> Um, and then obviously going to Angela and Dwight's wedding, it's just so perfect. The funny thing, like starting out is that everybody, like the first three people bring her a cat for a wedding gift. So that's obviously hilarious. Um, then you, you see Ryan who has a baby and his name's Drake. Yes. But can I tell you what? That's the only thing. Well, besides the panel, that's the part I hate the most about the episode that like he leaves the baby and he like goes to Kelly. I hate that part so much. It makes me mad. Okay, go ahead. I do. Yeah, I do agree. I do agree, but I just find it funny. I mean, they're disaster people. Right, right. And, like, I just find you obviously can, you know that Ryan's such a scum sometimes. Right. So the fact that he, like, tries to get back with Kelly and then he literally gives his baby an allergy to make Ravi go inside. I know. Take care of him. It made me so sad. I know. I was like, oh, this is typical, typical Ryan. And then they end up leaving. Um, And then obviously Nellie takes the baby, which again, they just like bring everything perfectly together. Um, Jim, you know, Jim tells. um, Oh, I just think. okay, so then my favorite part of this whole episode is the obvious is um, Michael coming back um, to. Uh, the wedding and I read somewhere that they kept this like super secret like they didn't they didn't give Michael many lines because they didn't want to have to put him in the credits they didn't want to have to like say anything and so they kept it super secret but I mean I don't cry in (laughs) movies or anything I mean now that I'm older I think I do more but I like cried I even cried I watched it today while I was working and I cried because it's just so like perfect like Michael just shows up and he's there and you're just you know it's just the perfect ending to that season yeah so and then obviously then they all get together um they all get together at the office and kind of just chum it up there when they're in the um taking a picture in front of the mural oh yeah pam and clark the guy between them is greg daniels in the picture oh okay okay yeah i would have to go back and look at it again because they literally say like they're in the mural and they're like how how about everybody get in front of the mural and let's take a picture well then all of a sudden like because you just assume it's just going to be like the main gist of the cast and then all of a sudden you see which you don't i mean you don't know unless you like knew this tidbit but then here comes greg daniels right in the middle with pam and clark and he's standing there and they're taking a picture and they kind of just like look and you're like okay but i'll have to go back and look at it yeah it is it is funny but um and then another tidbit about this episode too is that angela's 
dress. Her wedding dress is yeah. the same one that Pam was supposed to wear for her and Roy's wedding. No, really? Which is then the same dress that Phyllis wore because oh. Phyllis wore Pam's dress. <laughs> That's amazing. So, but overall, everything's just like perfect. I love this episode. It just wraps up everything perfectly and yeah. Nice. That's my number two. Good choice. Thank you so much. Okay, so my number two is going to go along the lines of a character that I don't know why. I don't know why. I love Pam. I just... Are you making fun of me right now? No, I. I mean, I love Pam too, but I'm. Supr- I'm actually kind of surprised you well, love Pam. Okay, here's the thing. I think that she's such. You know, she's such the straight character, but she is a perfect foil for all of the craziness. You know what I mean? Like she's Agreed. perfect foil for Dwight, and like Dwight even says that at some one point in one of the episodes, "You're my best friend." Agreed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like Michael, like she just has this relationship with Michael. I'm going to give you a little bit of hint. It's going to go into epi- my number one, but I'm going to get there in a second. Oh, I know um, what it is. I don't okay. know if you do. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, well, Doubt- well, let's just see. Let's Doubting just see. me. <laughs> uh, um, uh, maybe I'll have you guess. Okay. So I trust Kayla. I, yeah. I Thank you, John. Okay. My number two is beach games. I love beach games. Michael uses beach day at Dunder Mifflin to find out. <laughs> I see a laugh. I read it and I start laughing <laughs> to find out which employee would be his most capable replacement just in case he receives the promotion to the New York office that he's applied for. Season three, episode 22, director Harold Ramis, who is one of the greatest comedic, like, Director, writer, like in the 1980s and 1990s. I mean, this guy was amazing. Writers Jen Salata and Greg Daniels, the creator of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, in Pam's story arc at this moment of the entire series, <laughs> Jim is with Karen. She, right. She is no longer with Dwight, not Dwight, Roy. She's no longer with Roy, so she's in a very, very weird position. Her relationship with Jim is strained. Um, she's very, very kind of lost okay Mm -hmm. and you've got a couple of episodes earlier where she has an art show that really only Oscar who's being a butt face about it shows up and then (laughs) Michael shows up okay Mm -hmm. and you have one of the greatest moments again Pam and Michael yes Roy showed up too didn't he he did show up but I hate Roy Roy and his brother I mean Roy was trying to be nice I like Roy if Roy is in your top five of random characters he might be be. I love Roy my mind Um, so (laughs) (laughs) it's not on my top five list, but all of a sudden I just started thinking about the basketball episode and I just started laughing. Oh, great. Back to beach games. Back to beach games. Okay. Um, Pam is in a weird position at this moment. And so to kind of like show how she's like coming forth and like how she's, how she's like coming into her own, she walks across these fiery coals that Michael sets up (laughs) as a test, which that's a whole other part of the story. And then comes and just like sort of like spills everything about how she feels about Jim and how she's mad at everybody for not coming to her art show. She kind of comes into her own. It's kind of a weirdly beautiful moment. It is. In the midst of a very weird episode <laughs> of like hot dog eating. And right. like and Andy in the water in those sumo suits. The Andy in that episode is incredible. Andy is fun fact Ed Helms really did get in the sumo suit and really did float in that water. I believe it. You got it's it's hilarious. <laughs> um, that is a great. <laughs> Hello, my name is Andy Bernard. I work I'm for Dunder Mifflin. Like, yes, that's amazing. I can't hear um, you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I forgot Angela. Anyway, um, the episode is just funny in general. Um, they're singing the Flintstones song. They're singing uh, what's the other song they sing on the bus? I can't remember. <sighs> Oh, the gambler. They're singing the gambler. Toby is not allowed to go to 
yes to beach games <laughs> or to the the beach day um it's 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 a good episode in the arc of the story of pam and i'm weirdly partial to the story of pam i don't know why and uh it's it's just the way that each character comes out is absolutely hilarious beach games is my number two i, I like agree. that choice i do like Thank that choice as well you. Well, we know you're number one, Caleb, but we're going to have you talk more about it. Are you looking to choose a different number one right no, now? No, uh, absolutely not. Oh, God. Tell us about your number one. <sighs> number one is dinner party. Yay! Yes. So, I know, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that's going to be one of his. It has to be. But It's such a good episode. It is. It is. It is my favorite episode. It's funny. It is one of the ones that we do watch at Christmas. Good. Why? I, I don't know, but it's our favorite. <laughs> Um, so everything is like you already said, like they go, you know, to their house and just so, so some of the funny things is, you know, um, Jan right off the bat, thanks, uh, Pam for the wine and she'll use it for cooking yes. like as a jab at Pam. Um, she is so mean to Pam in this episode. She is. Where Pam is thinking that Jan has poisoned her at one point. Right. Like, agreed. It's so scary and great. Agreed. Um, the, one of the funny things like they're walking, I don't know if you noticed, but walking up to, um the bedrooms and whatnot on the wall is like this huge artwork of Jan. No. <laughs> yes. Watch it back. Okay, it's like this back. huge artwork. It's like the, I don't know who, what it is, but it's like four, um, you know, four pictures and it's like bright oh, colored. Yes. Yeah. Like, like I, the Andy Warhol thing. Yes, yes. Okay. exactly. Okay. And so it's, but it's of Jan's face. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously serenity by Jan, just that whole thing. <laughs> and, and knowing that you can now, cause I said, I don't know why people don't like, remake and do things for the office nowadays because it is more popular because it was on netflix so more people have been watching it but like somebody should start like dishing out serenity by jan candles i don't know why i didn't start that but but wait listen stop you have one you have i don't have one but you can buy one it exists really i mean is it on like something with affiliated with the office or someone like on etsy i think it's like something on etsy (sighs) come on i'm sorry never mind (laughs) (laughs) i'll make my own i hate you etsy (laughs) Actually, no, Etsy, please sponsor us. I was just going to say, Etsy, sponsor us. I'm a crafter. Um, (laughs) Us, like it's my podcast. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) The plasma screen TV, which is like the size of a computer. And Michael's so proud of it, obviously. Um, And then Jim, like, asking, he's like, oh, wait, and I made this end table. And Jim's like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) What is that, pine? (laughs) And then it's like this, it's like literally um, like slabs of wood just terribly put together so that's hilarious um again the underlying um the underlying jabs about michael and pam mm-hmm. to pam and she's like well i'm <laughs> what was like the first one um she said you know oh michael you know said well call if you ever need anything and he's like oh yeah anytime and jan's like oh, of course you would and then the same <laughs> thing with like um she goes into the kitchen later in the episode and talks about michael loving his baths and she's like i mean you know about that pam and she's like wait what and then like pretty much calls her out about like saying that they were together he's like michael told me all about it so like just everything of her jabbing thinking that pam once dated michael is just hilarious to think about (laughs) and then um the fact that the dinner like takes forever like she's like oh you know i can start dinner or help you out (laughs) and and Jan's like, you know, it still has three hours to braise. And, and Pam's like, three hours from now or three hours from before? And she's like, you know, Pam, um, in Spain, they don't even eat till like midnight. And Michael's like, when in Rome? You know, Michael yeah, just yeah. says like the most random things. It's always Hilarious. so perfect. Can I tell you, I've been in that situation before where I've gone over to somebody's house and they have not started cooking yet. And I've thought to myself, oh, please start cooking. 
Like, why have you? Why did you not start an hour ago? I need food now. Hangry Dan. Listen, if you're going to have me over and we're going to order pizza, you best order the pizza 30 minutes before I get there. Okay? Note to solve just, anyone in the just listening saying, to this. Don't ever make Dan wait for food. Get your food ready. Tracy Lackey, get your food ready. <laughs> We'll talk about Tracy later. Go ahead. And then obviously the whole um, like Hunter's CD, which is called The Hunted. Oh, my God. And she dancing and singing to or not singing to it. I'm singing to it every time I like hear it. Um, And she's dancing like awkwardly with Jim and such like a cringy, cringy moment. She's like twirling herself. Exactly. And then um, one of the things that I was thinking about when I was watching this, too, which is so funny because you know how they set like. We know it's a documentary, you know, at the office and stuff. But obviously they're at Michael's house for this. Sure. And they're doing their interviews in the bathroom. So, like, if you think about it, like the camera crew's in the bathroom with them. It's just like. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah. I was thinking about all their interviews there and it's all in the bathroom. So I just thought that was kind of funny thinking about that. And um, let's see here. And then Jim trying to leave because (laughs) his apartment's flooding. And Pam's like, you can buy new stuff, but you can't buy new friends. He's like, and Michael's like, yeah, you know, don't think about your apartment you know all your things getting wrecked and then <laughs> Dwight brings his babysitter Fantastic. like that just is hilarious in and of itself that woman might make my top five list of supporting characters <laughs> she is in the episode barely and she's so funny yes she is she is and then the whole vasectomy part you know snip snap <laughs> snip snap that's just a perfect line and then last but not least within that um like they leave because Jan you know gets mad and upset it um Michael tries to th- throw a dundee Rex the plasma screen TV. He paid two hundred dollars for it. I know it was a lot. And then Babe. the officers, <laughs> the officers, the officers show up and automatically know Dwight. So that's always yes. funny. They're like, "Not now, Dwight," because you know he's always calling and like going in as a volunteer. You know, whatever. But then he goes and takes Michael home with him because even though Michael doesn't want to go with him. And then it's just a funny scene to me personally. They're in the car and you know Michael's like sitting there, and then they all of a sudden they pull up to the red light. They pull up to the red light, and here's Dwight's babysitter yes. sitting at the bus stop yeah. and just waving. And, like, here's Michael and Dwight in the car, and then they just, like, drive away. But you know what, though? Like, Michael needed that at that moment. Do you I, know, that's the thing. It's like, I think the babysitter knew, and, like, she didn't care. I know. She just waved him right. on like it was totally fine. Right. But. Like, I was like, I thought, it, it's weird, but it kind of makes sense. I know. Agreed. Dinner but Party is such a good episode. It is my favorite, and that's I can't a great believe. great number one. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> Wait, John, would you not put Dinner Party in your top five? Correct. Really? But you like it? I think it's a great episode. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. Oh, little tidbit, last thing. Um, Angela Kinsey is actually really pregnant in real life in this episode. Oh, really? So when she, you see her like on the couch, she's always oh, holding her purse. Oh, I didn't in front know that. Yes. <gasps> Fun fact. Yep. Okay, so then my number one, I talked about Michael and Pam. Do you have a guess what it is? <sighs> Is it goodbye, Michael? It's not. Oh, okay. But can I tell you, just for that scene, I th- let me just say this, okay? Okay. That scene is one of my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're talking about in the airport. In the yep. airport. Okay. That's one of my favorite scenes. Did not make my list. The other one that I really, really wanted to put on my list, but I couldn't because I didn't actually love the episode, but it's my favorite line in all of office history. My favorite line in all of office history is... Dwight, you ignorant slut. <laughs> I and do love that as well. I wanted to put that on my list just for that line itself. <laughs> I think it's, is it safety training? I think is the name of the episode. I believe so. Something like that. My number one is 
is kind of like a surprise, I think. My number one is a two-part episode. It's called Lecture Circuit. Now, here's what happens in this episode. While on a lecture tour other of other Dunder Mifflin branches, Michael and Pam discover that Jim's ex-girlfriend, Karen, is pregnant. At the office, oh, okay. Andy falls for a prospective client. Mm-hmm. And you're going to love this one because it has to do with Kelly. <laughs> Jim and Dwight try to sell up, set up Kelly's birthday party. Yes. It's season five, episode 14. Director Ken Quapis, writer Mindy Kaling. Yes. So that's why the episode is so funny to begin with. I agree. Is that it's written by Mindy Kaling. Kaling. Okay. Let's break down this a couple different parts of this episode. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about the Jim and Dwight birthday party. This is one of those situations where they are on the same team with each other and they cannot get it right. And <laughs> Kelly is just yelling, screw you, screw you. <laughs> and the birthday party is gray, brown, and black under or deflated balloons. Yes. With the banner that says, it is your birthday, period. <laughs> exactly. And Jim's like, you couldn't have a, an exclamation point? He's like, it's a statement of fact. We don't need to celebrate births. Okay. That whole that whole whole subplot is a hilarious subplot. I agree. Of the two of them coming together. And like we just discussed before, like the two of them have moments where they're at odds with each other, but then it's very fun to see them on the same team with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's that. The Andy subplot, like kind of funny. Okay, not my favorite. Pam essentially has to help Michael through this whole situation, okay? Because it starts off, first of all, Michael is horrible at these at these, at these these lecture circuits. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and l- watch this episode, at least for myself, I feel like I'm laughing at almost every single line in the episode, okay? He has mnemonic devices to try to remember people's names. They're horribly that offensive. That is so funny. Oh, but it's so, <laughs> oh so funny. Mole guy, cross-eyed, or he just like, goes through a oh, list of Oh, yes, yes, names, yes. Okay. So, so funny. But then Pam ends up doing it later for a different set of people. Hilarious. But here's what I love the most about this episode, okay? And I think it's a very big turning point in the series. Mm-hmm. Holly is amazing. I do love Holly. Probably on top five supporting characters. She is so perfect for Michael. Mm-hmm. And Company Picnic also made my top five list. Almost. I thought about it. Um, Holly played by, um, oh shoot, what's her name? Oh, Amy, I can't remember his name. Amy, uh, Amy Ryan. Amy yeah. Ryan. Yes. I almost said Amy Adams. It's not Amy Adams. Okay. <laughs> she is in this though. She is. Hot girl. Okay. Amy <laughs> Ryan is so good in this role. And the thing that happens in this episode is that Pam reads the letter that Michael stole and says to Michael, you've got hope or there's hope. Which then gets him going down a different route right? and will pursue Holly and that is going to set up the future for Michael and he's going to be, you know, happily ever after. Yes. He does cut the sleeve of her sweater, which gives me a little anxiety, (laughs) but it's fantastic that he does it. Um, It's a funny episode. There's great lines one right after another. It's a very big turning point in the episode. And for some reason, I love the friendship relationship between Pam and Michael. And for me, Lecture Circuit, episode one and two are both fantastic. And that's my number one. I I mean, I like it. I wouldn't. It wasn't in my top top five. Well, clearly. Was it in yours, John? Uh, No, that's not in mine. But I do love it. John, (laughs) did you put together a top five? Uh, Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so here's my top five. Okay. Okay. I'll do my top five list of episodes, and then I'm going to do my top five list of minor characters. Okay. And you guys will do yours. Okay. 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 Um, my uh, list is kind of based on 
the things that I loved the most. So when it like hit me, I either laughed hysterically or it was so memorable that I always remember that part. Okay. And then I'll just pick that episode. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, interesting. So it's, not, okay. it's not okay. quite like you guys did it. And the, and you'll see that mine are kind of like very different than your guys' choices. Mm-hmm. I also avoided in my top five all super cringy episodes. That Well, there's a lot of super so cringy I episodes. Say, I don't know Scott's how you did tots that. And oh, I can't tots, handle Scott's tots. tots. Yes. I can't um, handle it. Like, literally gives me a bleeding ulcer. R- well, so, and dinner party's similar to that for me. And so really? It's like, oh. It's, no. it, 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 it can't be on my list because even though it's fantastic, and I think Scott's tots is a fantastic episode, I still can't put on my top five. Okay. So mm-hmm. that, that's kind of where I'm at. Okay, so my number... Hold on. Do you need a drum roll? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that sounded like a drum, but okay. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> I love this soundboard thing. We're going to have to do this in the future, man. Okay. Amazing. So, uh, my number five is The Return. It's season three. Okay. It's when Oscar comes back. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. The reason I love it so much is because that's the episode where... Um, Jim steals Andy's phone. <laughs> yes. And he put and he, when Andy does that, the voice where he does all four parts and it rings with yes. him singing or whatever, mm-hmm. and and annoys Jim to death. He puts it up in the ceiling. Yes. And then That's like so Michael, <laughs> when when Michael and Andy Andy's like just annoying Michael to death, mm-hmm. following around everywhere, trying to be his friend. <laughs> Ends up saying, I'm sorry I annoyed you with my friendship. And then Jim calls his phone at that moment. Fine, I'll just go sit at my desk and be quiet. Sorry I annoyed you with my friendship. Excuse me. Fantastic. It's like the very most perfect time to call. Agreed. And then Andy puts his hand through the wall. And so <laughs> it's like, great. I love that episode. But I love the, I'm sorry I annoyed you with my friendship. I love yeah, that line because I use that. It's so good. It's <laughs> so good. Um, my, um, it's, it's interesting. I have a bunch from season three. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and my number six is actually from season three too. But my number four is The Merger. Oh mm, yes! Okay. And, oh, so many um, great supporting characters. I lo- I just love I just love that whole section. Um, branch closing, the merger, and the convict are like back to back to yes. back. Yes. I have all three in my top five. No way! Those and three so, in a row? Huh. Um, they're not in a row, but mer- the merger is um, uh, my number four. Okay. And basically, that's where uh, they try to put. Tony on the table. Oh, that's by oh. pushing him up. That and, makes me so sad. And that one lady is breastfeeding her <laughs> kids like, yes. all the time. Yes. And um, it's just it's just funny. For non <laughs> it's like nonstop funny. Um my number three is Frame Toby. Yep. Um Frame Toby is uh, I just love Toby so much. That's the one you where would. where he he he, he, he that's the one where, you know, the, the famous gif of Michael saying, no, God, yes. please, yes, no, yes. he can't be back. <laughs> one of the um, best. But, I mean, seriously, that th- wouldn't it be amazing if he was back, he says, in the conference room? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, it's just it, that whole episode makes me laugh. And um, 
And then number two is branch closing. Yes. Okay. Um, and branch closing is when Michael and Dwight go to David Wallace's house and just camp out yeah. and think that they solved the problem. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, When yeah. it was really just the guy that tried to get the, the Staples job that, <laughs> that, that caused the whole problem. Um, and... Um, and then my number one is the convict. Yes. And the convict. So good. Um, it ends on this song. Oh, Rainbow Connection. Yes, yes, Andy. Yes, I forgot that. <laughs> Listen, listen, I that episode, I just love it to death. That whole episode, Jim is trying to can like get Andy. He's going out with Karen still. Yeah. He tells Andy all the things that Pam hates. Yes. And and then and then tries to tries to get Andy to incorporate those into getting Pam to fall for him. Mm-hmm. And it, like she hates pig Latin, she hates falsetto, she hates banjo. <laughs> yes. Like it wraps up everything perfectly. And when Andy in that song that he just sang, he throws in a line of pig Latin in the song. Yes. Yeah. It's like yes. seriously incredible writing. And uh <laughs> I just I just love it to death. And uh, of my episodes Mindy Kaling wrote three of them. No, there you go. Um, so she's, I'm telling she's you. Great. Mindy. So, she's yeah. amazing. But okay, Caleb, what are some of your... Oh, wait, no, what are your top five? Oh, good. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> wait, so, what's your yeah. top five? So my top five supporting characters. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the two that barely didn't make the list, six and seven, Gabe and Roy. Love I him. can't believe you have I Roy. Love oh, Gabe man. and Roy. And I'm telling I you that. Gabe. I'm I telling you guys I that. I hate Gabe yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. No, I know. I'm telling you guys that because I knew you guys would both hate both <sighs> those guys. They, they just barely missed my list because I like them both. Number five is Aaron. I, I really love, love Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Because I love, um, I, I, I mean, Ed Helms's addition, okay, yep. to the show, uh, for me, like the show doesn't even really start till he joins. Mm-hmm. Like when, when Jim goes to Stanford and Andy and Karen are there and they're playing like the video games and all that. That's when like the show really takes off for me. Like hmm. it, before that, I don't really get into it. When uh-huh. Andy comes, I love it. I love Andy. Can I tell you, I loved Andy the first time around and the second time around, I was like, uh, okay, but I don't know why. Cause I, I think like he's polarizing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love Andy. Anyway, Aaron I mean, this is, is your list. Yeah, so. that's right. That's right. <laughs> Aaron is my number five. Moe's is my number four. Yes. yes Moe's. David Wallace is my number three. I love David Wallace. I do like David Wallace as well. My number two is Jan. Good. I love my Jan. number one is Holly Flax. Oh. Okay. Love her. Okay. Can I tell you, um, I love how David Wallace also has like a meltdown. Like, like there's yeah. the whole like the, the vacu- vacuum, the vacuum, the vacuum suck it, and the like is in like the hot cuts. tub. Like I like that David Wallace has a meltdown. Yes. Yeah, he's Love like it. in his house, like playing guitar with his kid and just really just slumming it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you, I didn't do a good job putting together a top five list of this because I needed time to think about about it. Moe's played by Michael Shore, the creator of Parks and Recreation, is definitely on that list. Definitely Jan. 
Jan would probably be my number one. The other one that I put on the list is only in two episodes. Sadly, he's no longer alive. But Vikram from the Money episode yeah. oh, and from yes. Michael Scott yeah, Paper Company great. is fantastic. Yes, Vikram. He's like, he's like, I need to provide for my family. I can't stay with you and like leaves. He's only in two <laughs> episodes, but I think he's great. Um, more on your list, Kayla. Go ahead. Um, so my I I would have to agree I love Jan and I love Moe's I've just find just every time he's in like the episodes he's just such a weirdo and I love it and then I love Creed like yes. I don't I don't know Creed Creed is just so weird and just his little like times that he's in things like his one episode and I can't remember which one it is but when he's like the acting manager for a while and he's like yes. <laughs> on the whiteboard and he's like bow body <laughs> like I love that part <laughs> my favorite Creed part is when he's covered in blood and he's like oh that's lucky that it was like Halloween yes. oh, my goodness. oh my goodness or when he's sprouting mung beans in uh, his desk the thing with that role is like I feel like Per capita lines per character, Creed has the funniest lines. I agree because he doesn't have a lot of lines. But right, almost every single one. And like what? In like one of the episodes, doesn't he say something like, "Which one's Jim or which one's Pam?" Like yes. he doesn't know the yeah. names of the characters. Yes, I love it. Like just always, just has like the best lines, and it's funny because he's Creed Bratton, and he is Creed Bratton in right. real life. Yeah, totally. And like. Creed, um, the song, like the beginning, like da, 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 that's yeah. I'm pretty. Oh no, 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 the Office po- or the Office Ladies podcast. Yeah, that's his he. Music. That's him. That's Creed Bratton Robert playing. Tree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I already said I love Kelly, and she, I can't. Yes. I, I just can't believe. I mean, I guess they're not. I just can't believe Robert California was over Kelly. I mean, I know he's in probably. If you put it all together, more than Kelly, maybe. But I'll explain it a little bit more. Mm, so okay, it's it's what they consider part of the main cast. Yeah. And um, in the credits, they have to um, say who's in the main cast and who's starring. Yeah. And so anyone that had any main cast credit at any point in the whole series is considered a main caster. Mm, okay. okay. That, that's how it happened. Yeah, but I mean, I love Kelly. Just well, then it's interesting because, I, I and I don't know the backstory of this, but how does B.J. Novak, who is mostly a writer in the show, end up being in the main credits? Yeah, don't know. I don't know. That's really that's really curious to me. Also, I looked it up today. He's 41 years old, and I'm 39, and <laughs> that was a little depressing to me. Like, do you not have your top five? Are you still thinking about I them? didn't have a well-put-together top five. I just wanted to mention Vikram because I love Vikram. I do love Vikram um, as And well. probably, if I'm thinking about like the supporting characters in that room... Um, um, I, I, I like Phyllis. I think Phyllis is like underrated a ton. Um, obviously Creed, obviously Meredith. I, I don't know. I gosh, every single one is amazing. Yeah. I mean, everybody just has their own like little Daryl. Daryl is hilarious. I do love Daryl as well. Darryl. I agree. I would the, have to agree. The episode, just to throw this out, the episode where they're doing the local ad <laughs> Daryl like throws down the uh, most awesome song. Yes. yes. It's like, and, the, and and Michael's like, this sucks. Yes. <laughs> of course. It's so great. I, d- I do love that. Or what tidbits do you have? You had tidbits, didn't you? Okay. So my little tidbits that I have. Okay. Um. So in season seven, episode 22, which is Michael. Yeah. Goodbye, Michael. Yeah. That part with him and Pam in the airport, they told them like, that's like, kind of kind of unscripted they just said you know say whatever because this was kind of like a real like goodbye to michael like it was his yeah. last scene last thing so that was like heartfelt like the the whole scene there um i'm surprised you haven't brought this up but um like uh, people who 
played out for the parts of like Jim and all oh. them. Do you, do you know who I'm about to say? We'll list a couple because I don't yeah. think I could say them off the top. I've of my seen head. a bunch of the um, auditions. They're on Peacock. Yeah, um, Adam Scott, which oh. is Ben Wyatt in your favorite show. I didn't know that. Auditioned to be the role of Jim. Yeah, I can't imagine. I it. can't imagine I it can't either. Imagine He's perfect it. as Ben Wyatt. Yeah. So I mean, John Krasinski yeah. as like a can't. Right. No, I. The I can't even people did great. I can't even think of anybody else being Jim. Um Michael's girlfriend Carol in in the show, you know, mm-hmm. like this the I real know. estate agent yep. is mm-hmm. Mike as um Steve Carell's wife in real life, Nancy. Love it. Love it. Uh, Creed's birthday was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday, Creed. <laughs> happy birthday, Creed Bratton. I how know you're listening. How old is he? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I just knew it was yesterday. Although I do love in the episode of Fun Run where he's like over seventy five division and Jan's like, You're over seventy five? He's like, I'm eighty two. <laughs> Okay, so Kayla, as you probably know, I try to find a top 15 list or a top 10 list of uh, something related to the show. So I searched top best office episodes. This is from Entertainment Weekly. They gave the 15 best episodes. I'm going to run them down really quickly. Okay. 15 is Money. 14 is The Finale. 13 is Goodbye, Michael. 12 is The Secret. 11 is Goodbye, Toby. 10, Christmas Party. Number 9, which kind of surprised me, Stress Relief Part 2. Not Part 1, which is the one I had yeah, on my yeah. list. So they, they, they liked the roast. Number 8 is Dinner Party. So low. Uh, 7, Beach Games, which I mentioned. 6, The Alliance. 5, I can't believe we didn't talk about, The Injury. <laughs> yes. Number 4, John, The Convict. Number 3 is such a good episode, and I it makes me so cringy but is diversity day oh gosh uh number two casino night and number one the dundies yes so yours made the list kayla yeah oh my goodness what is um what was your least favorite episode do you have a least it's favorite? scott's tots without a doubt it's scott's, scott's tots I oh can't gracious i can't I don't, that's definitely not my least favorite because my least favorite would be something with robert california heavy well I mean, I could just say all of season eight and all of season nine, yeah, and I, I like I, a lot of those are bad. My least favorite probably episode is season eight, episode sixteen, after hours. What uh, is that that's one? big I, heavy on when they go to Tallahassee and like are yeah. trying to present the new. Oh, yeah. Um, I absolutely loathe Kathy, and I hate everything about that. Of course, and it makes me so angry when yeah. they go to the hotel yeah. and Kathy's being just a skis, and I want. <laughs> I forgot it about that subplot. It just makes me so oh. angry, like yeah. literally blood boiling. I hate that episode. Yeah, see, and I feel that same way about Brian trying to, with Pam. I, oh, yes, that also. So I'm with yeah, you on that agreed. one. Agreed. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, <laughs> Do you have a favorite, like, quote, like, a, or a scene, like, favorite quote kind of thing? Besides Dwight, you ignorant sluts, that's Besides probably that. my number one of all time. Well, mine would have to be, I mean, I wouldn't say it's my favorite line, but, like, when I do think it was going to be one of my episodes, um, and I can't, it's Angry Andy, season eight, episode <laughs> 21. One of my favorite scenes is when um, Kelly's with, um, R- R- Ravi, Ravi, yeah. whatever his name or boyfriend at the time, and um, um, Ryan comes back and he wants to try to get her back. And like, I'm, I won't read the whole quote, um, but it's just so funny because he's on the, um, he's on the camel outside, and Pam's so oh, upset, yeah. and she's like, you know, getting mad at Ryan, and he's like, you know, <laughs> so I'm just gonna read this part, and he's like, thank you, Kelly. I can't promise you that we'll always stay together. I can't promise. <laughs> 
I can't promise you that I'll never cheat on you, nor should I. Modern marriages aren't built that way. Men aren't built that way. That's a very interesting article. I can can email you. But I can (laughs) tell you this. Even if the odds are 50-50 that we'll break up within the week, I want to roll the dice with you. I love you, Kelly. And then, like, she's like, I love you too, Ryan. And then they just start making out. And Pam's just, like, so angry. I know. She is the worst and the best at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but that part, I just, yeah. Oh, good Kelly's choice. Kayla, thank you so I much for joining me on this thank episode. Thank you for having so me. Are you it still was, nervous? I'm not. It's so much fun. I'm, it is. Yeah. It good was, job. It was good to talk about The Office Yay! a little bit. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I know what was on your list of questions. Where is Lost in Lists on the internet? First, Lost in Lists has its own Facebook page and Twitter account. On Facebook, just search us at Lost in Lists. And on Twitter, we are at InLists. Also, we have our own website, LostInLists.com. Check it out. There's a lot of fun stuff on there. Guess what? Lost in Lists is on just about every major podcast platform. So wherever you listen, please show us some love. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Again, subscribe rate, and review, especially if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. If you do, leave us a five-star review and a praiseworthy comment. I mean, only if you want to. It doesn't validate me as a human being or anything. Whatever. Anyway, if you have a podcast topic suggestion or you would like to share some tips and advice, we'll take it. Feel free to email me at dan at lostinlists.com. That's D-A-N at L-O-S-T-I-N-L-I-S-T-S dot com. Anchor gives you an opportunity to donate money. So if you want to contribute to Lost in Lists, I'll take it. Look, I'm not too proud to admit it. If not, I'm not offended. Lost in Lists is hosted by me, Dan Konopasik. It's produced and edited by the amazing John Andrus. Thanks again, and you are definitely not lost on my list. Bye!